Hello, it is Sunday, September 13th. I am Trent Reinsmith, your host, and this is another edition of the Daily Come On Now MMA podcast. The topics for today, Dana White sure sounds like he's making an excuse for Conor McGregor. UFC fighters could band together and support Dustin Poirier and make a stand against the UFC. Why didn't the ref use instant replay in the Mike Rodriguez versus Ed Herman fight? Because he could have. Jorge Masvidal gets the come on now of the day because of his oversimplified socialism retweet. And closing it out is, this is what Dana White wants and expects from the UFC media. During the UFC on ESPN Plus 35 post-fight press conference, UFC President Dana White was asked about the sexual assault allegations uh, from Corsica against Conor McGregor. Now, White said he wasn't making excuses for McGregor during this uh, interview. But something didn't sit right with me last night while White was speaking. And I realized what that was uh, right before I sat down to record the podcast here. So I'm going to play the clip of White speaking and then I'm going to let y'all know what didn't sit right with me. So here is White. Crazy shit happens when you're in that type of lifestyle. And, and, and uh, you know, you try to go out and you try to act normal and you try to be normal. And it's hard to do sometimes, you know? I'm not defending Connor in any way, shape, or form. I don't know enough about the situation to, to, to talk about it at all. But I do know I've gone out with him publicly before and it is batshit nuts. Okay, so here's what doesn't sit right with me. White says that he's not making excuses for McGregor, but then he just goes and makes what sounds to me a lot like an excuse. He says crazy things happen around McGregor. And that's kind of true, but let's look at McGregor's actions um, since he is, you know, gone, quote unquote, off the rails here so I'm going to remove the sexual assault allegations from the from this discussion because they're allegations right now and there's no proof but there are some things that we do have proof on and that's what I'm going to talk about so he threw a dolly through a bus window in Brooklyn he stomped on a man's phone in Florida he punched a man in the head in a bar in Ireland. All three of those things are on video. And all three of those incidents, Conor McGregor was the instigator. So maybe not uh, maybe not as much on the phone because I don't we don't really know what all went down there, but the dolly through the bus window and punching the man in the head in the bar, we he is definitely 100% the instigator there. And so this isn't crazy shit happening to Conor McGregor. This is Conor McGregor doing dumb shit. And there's a big difference there. When McGregor's the instigator, it's just not, you know, crazy stuff following him around. It's not a mass of people pushing just to get close to him. That's crazy shit, you know. That, that's celebrity stuff that 
most MMA fighters don't have to deal with. And that, and that's understandable. That that you can see and file under crazy shit. But when McGregor's punching a man in the head in the bar because the guy doesn't want to drink his whiskey, that's McGregor doing dumb shit. When McGregor flies from Ireland to Brooklyn and throws a dolly through a bus window because he's upset at Habib, that's Conor McGregor doing dumb shit. When he grabs a man's phone and throws it on the ground and stomps on it, again, not crazy shit happening to Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor doing dumb shit. And so while White says he's not making excuses, this sounds a lot like Dana White making an excuse for Conor McGregor. And while it's not as terrible as when he tried to victim shame in the John Jones uh, barroom incident with, with the uh, the server where he said that, uh, I think he said that he saw the video and it didn't look good and, and Jones was going to be vindicated or something uh, like that. It's, he hasn't reached that point yet, but he's done that, White has done that before, right, in the Jones case. So when information comes out or becomes available, I fully expect White to start making excuses here. And again, I don't know what happened because there's nothing solid proof. There's no video that we know of. And so I'm not, again, I'm not talking about this specific incident, but I am talking about the incidents we do have proof of, and that is McGregor instigating and McGregor doing things, not things happening to Conor McGregor. And there's a clear difference. And like I said, white, while he might not be making an excuse here, he sure sounds like he's lining up an excuse. And that's what did not sit well with me on this one. Another thing that happened during the Dana White's press conference is he said that the UFC was moving on from the Dustin Poirier and Tony Ferguson matchup. And a day or so before, Poirier said that he was more or less withdrawing himself from that from that fight because the UFC could not meet his asking price and his asking price was not named but White did not try and shame him again like he did uh, with John Jones but he just plainly stated that the UFC was moving on and Poirier was just trying to get his worth um, he, he said he's a prize fighter and the UFC has to make the prize worth his while to take the fight that did not happen, and I would suspect that there was some negotiation, but the UFC side probably came down much closer to Poirier's contracted price than Poirier's asking price. And I will 100% say that Poirier should get more money because he has done nothing but help the UFC. He's, he's never made waves. He's fought to top of cards. He is a draw. He is a, someone the UFC can point to as a quote-unquote good guy. He ha does a lot of charity work. And he has convinced other fighters like Habib Nurmagomedov to contribute to his charity. So there's no painting Poye as an ingrate. And thankfully White did not do that. But he did just more or less shut down the conversation 
and say they were moving on. Now, here's what I would like to see, and this is doable. The UFC fighters have to exert some power. They have to show the UFC that they have some power in this situation because they've gotten run over, relentlessly run over, back and forth, back and forth. Dana White runs over the fighters, and the UFC runs over the fighters. If every fighter who is called to take this fight, the Tony Ferguson fight, says no, then Ferguson's left without an opponent, and maybe the UFC comes back and offers Poirier what he wants, or closer to what he wants, an acceptable number. And it's a show of power for the UFC fighters, but it's not a show of power as extreme as um, trying to get a fighters association. It sends a message, though. It sends a, a clear message that we're going to stick together and we're going to try and help this guy get what he deserves. And a fighter like Poye, I think this is a good point to make this stand because you don't really hear... A lot of people speaking bad about Dustin Poirier. I've never heard anyone speak bad about Dustin Poirier. So maybe McGregor, you know, but that's just trash talk to trash talk. But if the UFC can convince these guys, I mean, if these guys can can, can work together and say, no, we're going to stand unified and we're going to make a point and we're going to, you know, stand up to the UFC and say, no, this guy deserves that fight. This guy deserves that money. Maybe it happens. And even if it doesn't happen, it sends a message that things are changing. I think that's. Uh, I think that would be a, a good start. A good start to maybe get some back and forth going. There's a lot of things that have to be talked about in the very near future. The Venom deal has to be spoken about. The UFC hotel has to be spoken about. These are things that the UFC fighters should be involved with. That door needs to be opened and negotiations have to go back and forth. If the UFC fighters can just stand up for one thing as a, as a unified group, that would be a great message to send. And I think Dustin Poirier and the fight against Tony Ferguson, since it is such a big fight, I think that is a good thing to stand up on. During UFC on ESPN Plus 35, Chris Tyone obviously messed up the call on the Ed Herman fight uh, and declared a low blow when it was clearly a shot to the gut. And it probably, almost definitely, would have led to the TKO stoppage with Mike Rodriguez winning that fight. Uh, in the end, Herman turned it around and, and won by submission in the third round. And that did not sit well with anyone. Even in the post-fight interview, Herman kind of vacillated on, on things and he said that he knew he was hurt, but he was unsure where the blow landed. Well, yeah, he was hurt because he got kneed twice in the gut and dropped by those by those knees. There was no low blow. And Mark Ratner said that there's no use of instant replay in, in Nevada. And that is wrong. I found um, two fairly recent instances where John McCarthy said that Nevada is one of the only states where you can use instant replay and the fight does not end. 
And I'm going to take John McCarthy's word uh, over Mark Ratner's because it's easy to get confused. And this was the problem, I think, with a lot of people is that there's the, the two sets of rules. The normal, quote unquote, normal rule is that uh, it, it cannot be used unless it's in a fight and it, it ends the fight instant replay when it's used. But in Nevada, that's not true. And so Tyone had the opportunity to look at the video and say, no, this is, that was not a low blow. You got to start, we got, we got to figure out what happens now. And I don't know what would have happened now because it didn't get discussed really. So there has to be a, a pretty clear protocol here. And the, the referees, the judges, the UFC folks all need to know what are the rules in this location. And so Tyone could have looked at that replay. And the opportunity was there because the fight had been stopped um, because he thought it was a low blow. So he messed up, but he could have corrected his, his mistake if he had just looked at the video. And the time was there because Herman was resting and recovering, quote unquote, recovering from the low blow. So Tyone had that opportunity to look. He didn't. I don't know why, but he didn't. He should have. And now we have a problem. So I think the fight should be changed to a no contest. I mean, it should, probably should be changed to a TKO win for Mike Rodriguez, but we know how these things work. Uh, I would not, ex I don't expect that to be overturned, but I think it should be. At the very least, a no contest. Dana White was pretty pissed about it. He said he was going to give Rodriguez his win money, which is okay. He should have got the win money anyway, so that's fine. I don't know if you take Ed Herman's win money away from him because that's pretty shitty because Herman didn't really do anything wrong other than take the opportunity that the referee gave him. So I don't really fault him for that. If you're given an opportunity to recover, you're probably going to take it. Especially when you didn't say you got hit with a low blow, the referee just called it. If the fights are in Nevada, or they're in some place that has the same set of rules as Nevada, and I don't know what Fight Island or Abu Dhabi, I don't know what the situation is there, but that should get cleared up as well, because they're going to be going back and forth between these two places. What are the replay rules Make sure the referees know them. Make sure the judges know them. Make sure the commentators know them and the fighters and the corners. Everyone knows the rules until they get back to normal life in the UFC. And make those rules clear and use them when the opportunity arises. And this would not have been a problem if that had been done. Jorge Masvidal gets the... Come on now for today. Uh, he retweeted this. And I'll just read it here. Um, it was from Morgan Chambers. I don't know who this Morgan... I don't know who Morgan Chambers is. I, I just know that Jorge Masvidal retweeted this. And the retweet reads, Teach your kids about socialism by making them clean the bathroom. Then pay them $10. Then take seven of those dollars and give those $7 to their sibling who didn't work. I bet your child won't be a socialist for long. And then Masvidal said lesson for the week and please send videos showing completion hashtag super necessary now this is super wrong but let's talk about it a little bit because i think people are silly with this and i think masvidal deserves to be 
kind of run over the uh, coals for this. If you're going to go and say this, then you're going to say that you don't want the fire department, you don't want the police department, you don't want the government fixing your roads. And that's fine if that's the route you want to take, but it's kind of unrealistic. And it's silly to use such a simple argument to try and make a point. And I don't understand it. In the bigger picture, there's a lot of socialism going on that people don't even look at or consider socialism. And we found this out when people said they didn't want the ACA, but then they found out that they were going to lose their Medicare and went ape shit over that. Well, what's Medicare? What's Social Security? That's socialism. But people don't think like that. They, they seem to think they have a right to these things. But that's, that's socialism. And if you want to get rid of that, you're only cutting your own throat in that, in that case. And it it's just does not make sense. It does not compute. Now, I know Masvidal came from a bad situation in, in Cuba. And his family came from a bad situation there. But you can't equate these things. They're not the same. And it's disappointing when people do try and equate them. Um, it's simple-minded. It's wrong. And it's socialism is not the problem in this country. It's systematic racism. It's different rules for different people. And don't give me the bootstrap shit because if you've been pushed down for your entire existence, you don't have boots to even pull your bootstraps. Yeah, I just wanted to say that I think this was an oversimplification and I think we we a lot of people fall into this trap and believe that that's what socialism is. It's just taking from you and giving to somebody else. It's not that. We're kind of built on a socialist dem democracy right now because of police, fire, roads, things of like that, the big projects that the government handles and taxes pay for. So Social Security, Medicare, all socialist programs. Think about that before you make have a knee-jerk reaction to the word socialist. And I think that's what Masvidal fell into here. Uh, he's wrong. And that's a that's a, a black and white statement. He's wrong. Cut and dry. Unless he has a deeper knowledge of it. But that that tweet was is the simplest oversimplification you could possibly think of and it, it rubbed me the wrong way and it's and I think a lot of people fall into the trap of thinking like that and educate yourself a little more on that before you make a statement like take money from A and give it to B and that's all that socialism is it's not so political rant done for the day there was a media story circulating the other day and I want to speak about that a little bit it was a writer who did a profile of um, I forget who it was, but the profile was from Marie Claire. And after the profile was done, the person that was profiled offered the writer a job with her company and she took it. And all I could think of was, this is Dana White's dream of the MMA media that all we do is write fluff profiles and fluff stories and do PR for the UFC for free. And then 
if there's someone that does a good enough job in that spot, maybe they could end up in the working for the UFC. Now that last part might not happen ever, and it might be an oversimplification of the whole thing to, to tie it up in a nice bow. But uh, there's no denying that that's why that's what White thinks the MMA media should be. He thinks we should only do positive stories. We should only promote the UFC and just speak of it in glowing terms and ignore all the bad stuff and that we are a part of the UFC. That's, I honestly believe that is what he thinks. That without the UFC, we won't have jobs. And that might be true. But that doesn't mean we can't report everything about the UFC. The good, the bad, the ugly. Because there is a lot of all those things. And yes, I focus on the bad and the ugly. And why I do that is because 90% of the MMA media is focusing on the good. And so you need people to focus on the bad and the ugly. Especially when those people are focused on trying to help the fighters. And I know people don't believe that. I know people think that people like me and Luke Thomas and Stephen Morocco and and Ben Folks have some kind of hatred for the UFC. Not true. I don't think any of those people, and I know I don't have any kind of hatred for the UFC. We don't like, some of, I'll speak for myself here, I don't like the business practices at all. I think the UFC takes advantage of its fighters. And at the very least, they should be employees. But my goal is to try and help the fighters get what they deserve. And they're not getting that now, not in the least. And you can look at the revenue split. You can look at the lack of benefits. You can look at the lack of uh, employment status. There's nothing good, really, about being a UFC fighter. You can't even get your own sponsorships like you used to get because there's no ability really to sell that sponsor. You can't have it in the cage. You can't have it on TV. So they're not going to give you any money. And yeah, so I'm here. My goal is to help the fighters. So I don't hate the UFC, but I do report on the bad and the ugly because the good is is very much covered by other folks. Very, 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 very much covered. And so you can hate me for that. You can dislike what I do. But it has a purpose. And I w- won't stop doing what I'm doing. And, and well, if the fighters ever get everything they deserve, maybe I'll stop what I'm doing. And maybe the coverage will be glowing then because there's been improvements. But until that happens, I'm just going to do what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm not going to be a PR person for the UFC. That's just not going to happen. And that's a wrap for tonight. I will be back tomorrow. And until then, stay safe. Stay safe.